At Roswell Park Cancer Institute, our mission is our passion to understand, prevent, and cure cancer. We proudly present another episode in our podcast series, Cancer Talk. Here's Bill Klaproth. After a long winter, when the weather turns warm, it's only natural to want to get outside to soak up the sun, but steps should be taken to protect your skin when you head outside. And here to talk with us about sun safety is Dr. Eileen Rothman, Associate Professor of Oncology in the Department of Dermatology at Roswell Park Cancer Institute. Dr. Rothman, thanks for your time. So first off, what is the difference between UVA and UVB rays? Well, the sun has um, UVA and UVB rays. Um, the UVA rays are more penetrating. They go deeper. They don't tend to be the burning rays, but they do. Uh, they are the ones that tend to give you a lot of um, aging and uh, sun damage um, deep. And then the B rays are sh- uh, shorter wavelengths, and they're more of the ones you think of that will burn your skin. So both are damaging to your skin. Um, they're just a, a little bit different. The uh, sun also has ultraviolet C, actually, which is a very short wavelength, but that is uh, completely blocked out from our, uh, by our atmosphere, so we don't think about that. So what's more dangerous to us? Is it UVAA or UVB? Well, it's really a combination. It's hard to say, and it's hard to to really um, decipher that because both are damaging. Um, Sometimes you think of ultraviolet A as being a little bit more damaging um, because it goes deeper, but uh, really both are thought to be involved with um, uh, setting us up for uh, potentially for skin cancer. Probably the ultraviolet A rays can be thought of as um, a little bit more damaging. And how should we protect ourselves from both types? Uh, well, the best thing to do, fortunately, most sunscreens now are so-called broad-spectrum, so they tend to protect against both ultraviolet A and ultraviolet B. The number, the so-called SPF, or sun protection factor, actually is just uh, measured against the ultraviolet B, the short rays. But there are um, ingredients in sunscreens now that also um, screen out the ultraviolet A. So you want to look for a broad-spectrum sunscreen, and that, that will be now printed right on there. And you you want to go at least an SPF of number 30. Above 30 doesn't make a whole lot of difference. It's a little bit more of a marketing issue to have those high numbers. But below 30 is definitely not as protective. So you want to look for 30 or above broad spectrum. And you want to look for something, uh, for the most part, that's water-resistant because uh, even if you're not swimming, uh, you know, if you're real hot and you're perspiring, the sunscreen could, um, could wash off. So it's better to have the ones that are water-resistant. So get a broad-spectrum uh, SPF of at least 30 and make sure you get something water-resistant. Well, those are really good tips. And, right. And, and which sunscreen is better, spray or lotion? Uh, well, really, the, the sunscreen that you're going to use, of course, is the best because you want something that's going to be agreeable to you. The sprays, there is some concern about the sprays um, in that, uh, number one, you can put it on. It's hard to know where it's going, so it can be streaky. If you use the spray, you want to rub it in. The other big concern about the sprays, particularly when they're used with kids, is that you want to make sure you're not spraying them around the face because it's not really known how um, hazardous that could be to if you accidentally inhale it. So it's not 
highly recommended right now for kids until that's figured out. Um, although it is convenient to, to spray those kids quickly, you want to make sure you're not spraying around their face. There are other measures aside from sunscreen. What you want to do is, you know, aim for the shade. Try to avoid the middle of the day, um, such as like between 10 and 2 or uh, 2 to 3 because that's when the sun's rays are the strongest. So if you if you can, try to um, center your activities either early or late. And then cover up a little bit. You know, wear those like uh, um, sun protective clothing, uh, wear a hat, sunglasses, all those things will help you. So you still want to enjoy yourself outdoors, but you don't want your goal to be to get a tan. You want a, your goal to be to, to have fun, but at the same time protect your skin from the sun. And how often should we reapply sunscreen? Yeah, so that's a great question because what a lot of people do, they think they're doing a great job. They put their sunscreen on once, and especially a lot of women will have it under makeup, put it on in the morning, they think they're set for the day, and you're actually not. So sunscreens only last for a couple of hours, and if you're in the water, even if you have a water-resistant sunscreen, it's only going to last um, for about an hour and a half. They're actually marked. The water-resistant sunscreens are now uh, have to have a, um, a number on them that they're either good for 40 minutes or 80 minutes in the sun. So you want to look for, um, for that and be sure you adhere to that because it will wear off. And even if you're not in the water, the sunscreen is only going to last for a couple hours. So you want to reapply it every couple hours. Another thing that's beneficial if you can, is to put it on a half hour before you go out because it will work better after about a half an hour being on your skin. Now, of course, if you don't have a chance to do that, you still want to use your sunscreen. But if you can, put it on about a half hour before you go out. And are there any other precautions we should take before spending a day out in the sun? I think that, um, you know, if you're going to be planning activities to try to plan them. You know, if you're going to, say, be in a park all day and you, um, you know, look for an area that's going to be shaded. So that, that's that's an important thing, um, especially if you have kids running around and they're on uh, play equipment or something like that. It's nice to have that in a shaded area. Of course, it's not, uh, has nothing to do with being outdoors in the summer, except that uh, a related topic is that you want to, um, at all costs, stay away from tanning beds because that has the potential to give you that deep sun damage, um, UV damage all year round, and those are definitely increase the risk of skin cancer. So, And what about UV-rated sun protective clothing and hats and sunglasses? Those are great. Um, what they are is just a really uh, tight weave, so it blocks the sun out. Um, so those are great, especially, you know, if you're going to be in an area where you're not going to be able to, you know, avoid the sun, you're at the beach, or especially for kids in the water um, or outside, it's great to wear those um, sun protective clothing, which they make shirts, they make hats with flaps, uh, they make all kinds of clothing. So those are great if you want to buy those. Um, hats, you know, don't have to be that particular type, but you want to try to wear a hat that's going to be Ideally, broad brim, so it's going to protect your neck as well. They make the kind either with the flaps or just a broad-brimmed hat is is really great in the sun. And then your eyes are also sensitive to ultraviolet rays. So, you know, wear the sunglasses that have the UV protection, and that's marked on the sunglasses now. So that's important as well. And when it comes to kids, at what age is it okay for them to be out in the sun? Well, the American Academy of Pediatrics recommends that before 
age six months, so try your best to keep them out of the sun. Um, they do now say, and this is a relatively recent change, that if they are outdoors and get some sun, that it's fine to put sunscreen on them, uh, but you want to cover them up as much as possible. And then those areas that aren't covered, use the sunscreen. Um, you know, the other thing you can do that I didn't mention earlier is you can, an umbrella is great to sit under. So if you're in an area without natural shade, you want to um, have a like a beach umbrella or something. Just be aware that a lot of the umbrella material doesn't block the sun out completely, so still use the sunscreen. But it is very important to protect kids from the sun because it's thought that a lot of the sun damage that we get um, during those childhood years when your your skin is actually more susceptible. And Dr. Rothman, what should we look for? What are the signs of sun damage on our skin? Well, the signs of sun damage are things like freckling. So a lot of times we see kids and we think they have freckles and it's really cute, but um, really you don't have freckles unless you've had some sun damage. So you'll never see a newborn baby with freckles. Freckles mean that you've had um, some sun damage. So, you know, don't panic if you see some freckles, but that is from the sun. And the more you're in the sun, the more you get burned or just, um, you know, getting sun exposure, you're going to have that freckling on your arms, on your back. Um, If you look at areas of your body that don't see the sun, such as like under your arms, you'll notice that that is, you know, nice and soft and doesn't have the freckling. So that shows you that the exposed areas with the freckling, have had sun damage. So you want to watch your skin for um, signs of skin cancer or precancer, such as a sore that's not healing, a mole that's irregular in size, shape, or color, or one that's changing, um, a new mole or a new growth. Those are things that should be checked. Well, Dr. Rothman, thank you so much for sharing your time today and your sun safety tips. For more information, you can visit roswellpark.org. That's roswellpark.org. You're listening to Cancer Talk with Roswell Park Cancer Institute. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.